0: Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey, everyone, this is Yvette Hampton, and welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back for day three with Zan Tyler, and I am having such a great time talking with you this week, Zan. Thank you for the encouragement that you have brought to us about marriage and the importance of marriage in our homeschooling and in our families. So if you guys missed parts one and two, go back and listen to those and then come back and listen to um, this part three. Uh, But Zian, one of the things that you were talking about earlier was the importance of dating. And I, I don't remember if this was in part one or two that you talked about that, but you talked about the importance of dating. And you know, as I was thinking about that, I was thinking, this is why community one of the reasons why community and homeschooling is so very important Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. when we have community with one another we we get to build friendships with other like-minded families and then those families really can help build up marriages because when you've got another family to encourage you and you've got accountability too yeah right huge right right you have accountability you know hopefully you have other Christian homeschool moms who don't allow you to sit and gossip about your husband, but Uh they can encourage you and say, well, you know, let us help you. Let us pray for you. How can we help you work through maybe some of the struggles that you're going through in your marriage? But then they can also be with you, be there for you if, you know, you need to go on a date night with your husband and you can be there for them so they can go on a date night with their husband. Swap kids for an evening or for a day or whatever that looks like. And I know it takes time to build those relationships with one another, but I know you talk a lot, Zan, about the importance of community in the homeschool world.
1: Right. And that's I just right. think
0: that's one of the, the right. greatest benefits of it.
1: You know, and what you say is so important, of it. And I think one reason when we were talking about this off air, I had a little bit of trouble wrapping my mind around it is because you know for the first four or five years we homeschooled we had no community right it was growing and you just become this island not because you want to be i mean i'm such an extrovert there's nothing more than i love i love more than being with people and um but that is true it's such a blessing now that there's so many families that homeschool because you can do things as a family i do think that's really important
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We need to be there for one another. So I have a question for you. Okay. As you look back to your 44 years of marriage, and especially during your time of homeschooling, are there are there things that you wish you had done differently as a wife? Like, are there ways that you wish you would have maybe supported your husband differently or encouraged him differently? What What can you look back and think, you
1: know, I just wish that
0: I could go back and maybe redo this thing?
1: Uh-huh hmm Um, you know, one thing, and this may seem like a small thing, but the power of life and death are in the tongue. And mm-hmm. so Joe, we get married. So I love him. He's also my best friend and we're going through homeschooling. We're working through so many legal challenges. Um, there, you know, he's on the road a lot. And when he would walk in the door on Friday night and, of course, you know, when your husband's gone, that's when everything falls apart. The right. dog has the washing machine breaks. I mean, it doesn't matter. It can just, the car breaks down. And uh, Joe would come in and I would tell him, Everything that had gone wrong mm. since he had been gone. My best but Yeah, I mean, because I knew he was my best friend. I knew he wanted to know right. those things, you know. <laughs> and my mother said to me one day, Have you ever thought about telling Joe the good things that happened when he was gone uh, before you launched into all the things that went wrong while he was gone? And that may seem like such a small thing, but that was such a check for me. Because there's a a verse in Exodus or Numbers, I'm sorry, where uh, uh, Moses has sent out the spies and they all come back. And it says that 10 have a negative report. Mm -hmm. And the scripture actually uses that word. And so the Lord knows, I think he, the other two saw all the same giants that the 10 did, but still had faith. They gave a positive report. So I think there's sometimes, we need to give a positive report verbally mm. to our husbands and to the lord about our marriages because it's so easy to slide down that slippery slope of complaining yeah and it, you know it's easy complaining and criticizing because you're tired and you want somebody to help you and you feel sorry for yourself or you you know and you, you maybe just, haven't talked to any other adults all day yes. long Yes. And and so it's just easy to give a a negative report. And, you know, God says, I hear you grumbling in your tent. He told the Israelites. So even if the only negative report I'm giving is to myself, God hears it. I mean, it's like I'm telling God I don't have faith to embrace the situation he's put me in. And, you know, the one thing about Joe and me is that I'm the one with the type A personality. He's not. And so when you're looking at Christian leadership in the home or decision making, you know, I'm the go getter and, you know, let's do this and let's do that. And and so part of marriage is learning how your personalities work within, you know, within the framework. So Joe's always been great about supporting me and what I do. And he's my biggest fan and my biggest supporter. And so it's, it's important for us to love the part of our husband's personalities that's different than ours. And like you were saying, those expectations you build up in your mind. Yep. Uh, Mike Ferris would always say in the early days, husbands, you need to take care of the legal issues. Well I was the one taking care of all the legal issues. And every once in a while I think, well why don't you do this part? Well the truth is he was out working so he could support my homeschooling habit, you right. know. <laughs> and uh, but I but I think every marriage, you know, you The Lord gave me a love for that. He gave me a heart for that. And so there's some things that we automatically think the husband should do or the wife should do. But I I think that's a process of working it out in your marriage and not looking at somebody else's marriage and comparing. They have this house. Their husband does this for them. Their kids are perfect. You know, we do that as women. We just play that comparison game all the time. And it either leads us to covet, which is sin, or to be proud, which is sin. So we need to celebrate our marriages. We need to celebrate our husbands. We need to give those positive reports with our words Mm. to the Lord and to our children and to our spouses. And so I don't know, but that's, that's, Something on the strength finders, one of my top strengths is positivity and I'm positive toward everybody in the world, but myself. So, you know, and so then those negative thoughts I would have about this is never going to work or I'm so scared or I'm fearful or I'm tired or I'm ruining my kids, then that would spill over into my relationship with Joe. Not that he wasn't willing to hear that, but it would affect my whole attitude, you know, so, so I, I guess, you know, I work now more on giving a positive report, even when I can't see the end of a matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is some fantastic advice. One of the things that I appreciate most about my husband and he's so good. And I try to do this with him, but he's way better at doing this than I am is throughout the day. Um, if we're not together, he will text me and just say, Hey, how's your day going? And I love you. I appreciate you. You're a great mom, things like that. And we need to be doing that with our husbands as well. You know, you talked about praying for our husbands and the importance of doing that. But I think throughout the day, you know, as our husbands are at work texting, even if they're just in the next room, texting them or writing them notes and putting it under their pillow or in their lunchbox or something like that, and just Letting them know how much we appreciate them, how grateful we are for them. And, you know, if we have a husband who's maybe bitter or angry, try doing that for a while and see how things change. Let him know how much. Don't complain about the things that he's not doing, but praise him for the things that he is doing and let him know it. Um, I think that's so powerful. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. And when we come back, I want to talk, actually, I want to uh, change topics um, for the last part of this episode. I want to talk about state organizations because you've been a big part of that. So we're going to come back and talk about that. Um, We'll be back in just a few minutes.
1: What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course and we guarantee it. To try
0: three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Zan and as I said before the break, I wanna talk about state organizations. It's actually been quite a while since we've spoken About the importance of state orgs, as they're lovingly referred to, Um, you know, when we first started homeschooling, the very first conference that we went to was Chia. It was the Christian Home Educators Association conference in California, Uh and we were so grateful. Was
1: that a bit? Do you you remember? It
0: was eleven years ago, so that was uh, twenty ten. I was big pregnant with Lacey. Um, You know, it was (laughs) so funny as I think about being pregnant with her because. I was huge pregnant with her. Like, I mean, to the point where, you know, I think we went to the conference in June. She wasn't born until October. And by that point, people were saying, you know, oh, you must be due any day. And I was like, nope, not till October. And then the question would follow. Oh, are you having twins? Twins? Nope. I'm just as big as a house. (laughs) It was great. So I was, I waddled a lot with her. I don't know why I didn't, really with Brooklyn, but for some reason now ah, she threw off my balance. And so, so I, I literally remember like waddling through this homeschool <laughs> convention wow. and it was amazing. Um, you know, that was the weekend we've talked lots of times about this, that the Lord really changed our hearts about homeschooling. But when we went to this convention, I didn't, we, we still at that time, didn't really understand what CHIA was, this Christian Home Educators wow. Association. Wow. Like, what is wow. that? And we just kind of thought, oh, this is the group of people who puts on this. Homeschool conference. Mm -hmm. And you know, you hear of lots of them THSC, that's the Texas Homeschool Coalition. Mm -hmm. Um, They put on the Texas conferences, and you've got IAHE from Indiana and FPEA from Florida. And you hear all these acronyms that float all over the place, and you see their conference um, invitations and details about them. But I think a lot of people still today have no idea what a homeschool organization is, why they matter and why it's important for people to be involved in their homeschool organization. We're in Oklahoma now, so our homeschool organization is Homeschool Oklahoma. Mm-hmm, so Zanne, uh-huh. you have been part of this world of state orgs for a really long time. I would really love for you to talk to our audience about state orgs. And again, why Why do you even do what you do?
1: Okay. Besides
0: making the big bucks?
1: <laughs> yes, it is about the big bucks. right. <laughs> um, so I would say that within any community or movement like homeschooling, you have to have an infrastructure, and our infrastructure is not brick and mortar. I mean, right. we were way ahead of our time. Our infrastructure or the organizations, and then as we grew as a the movement, then we added curriculum suppliers and vendors and, you know, internet classes and all those other support mechanisms that were part of the infrastructure. But Mm -hmm. homeschooling state organizations were probably the first part of building the homeschool infrastructure. And they really stood the test of time. I would say the most important function of most state organizations is just protecting our homeschool freedoms and liberties and let me just say to all of you out there if you want your freedom to go away ignore it pretend like it's going to be there forever and like you don't have to do anything so get involved in your state homeschooling organization and just ask What's going on legislatively this year? Is there a day at the Capitol? How can we support you? Um, What do I need to know? about homeschool freedom in our state. Call your state organization or Facebook them or however you contact them. They'll love to answer those questions for you. But there needs to be an organization that is watching the legislature Mm -hmm. and knows what's coming down the pike and knows when there's a law that comes out of the blue that could- For your state specifically. Yes, yes. Now, state organizations, every state law, I mean, there are different types of categories of state laws. They treat homeschoolers as private schools as separate entities or you've got to go through an umbrella school or, you know, there are all types of state laws. But every law has its own compulsory, every state has its own compulsory attendance law. And every state, as, as far as I'm aware, has a state organization mm-hmm. that has probably been a part of that law or the lawsuits that set the precedents for homeschooling in the state or something. And so every state is going to be different in that regard because all the compulsory attendance laws are, they may be the same as other states with their own variations on the theme. So it's really important for the state organizations that you support them, that you become politically involved. Now, state organizations have all kinds of functions. Like the state organization Joe and I started, we created so that people could legally homeschool through us rather than their school districts and so we we did a home we did a a convention for years but then we just started hiring more homeschool moms as counselors and so we do counseling in high school we do counseling in um for special needs in elementary school and we um i met with the commission on higher education and our palmetto fellows committee um at, at the beginning of the state scholarship movement Mm -hmm. and um, met with them for hours and they wrote homeschooling into the state scholarships and homeschool students and so your home your state organization is there to not to support homeschooling in general legally in that state but also to support you individually as parents yeah. And um, so I just can't say enough. That's I just have to say this. This is one thing I love about my work at Homeworks by Precept and BJU Press, is they're letting me, you know, say how how should we invest in state organizations? And we're sponsoring conventions. I think we went to sixty seven events last year, even wow. or the year before COVID hit, and you know, so we try to support conferences with our, you know, just by renting booth specs and and being at all of them every year by our presence and by sponsorships and sponsoring leadership, um, leadership forums and, and doing those types of things. So I, I just, I'm so committed to the importance. Of the state organization, not yeah. just ours, but every state. Oh, like yes. Earlier. So, do you have a
0: question? Yeah. I- well, no, I think because I was trying to think of how many, and I, I want to say, and you might know this number better, somewhere in the neighborhood of 46, 45 or 46 yes. of the states, of the 50 uh, yeah. states, have a Christian state homeschool organization that really exists to fight for freedom, keep freedom, yes. and support homeschoolers in their state. And so you don't have to even live, you know, at, at near your state capital to be That's part right. of your state you organization. Not. That's right. Um, you can be. It, part it's
1: of it. it's for everybody and you you can find out your state organization um, as a matter of fact that you and I are both are going to be at two conferences next month that yeah. are, you know, uh, uh, an association of state organizations. Right. And uh, and so and and we learn from each other. We yep. benefit from each other. What's going on in the states? We get good ideas from each other to take back to our state. Yep. But uh, HSlda has a map where you can find out on their website uh, the state organizations yep. in your area.
0: We actually have that on the Schoolhouse Rocked website. Oh, you got that? Yep. Okay, I'm if sorry. If people go onto the web, I mean, you can find yeah. it on. It's actually the same thing that HSlda has. But if you okay. go to the Schoolhouse Rocked website, you'll see right on the front it says Homeschooling in Your State, and you just. Click on that drop down, and you can find your own state organization. Whether it's Homeschool Oklahoma or um, SKES is what what you're part of in um, yeah. South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, THSC. You know any of those organizations, you can find them um, through the homeschooling in your state. And you guys get involved. You know if we we can't complain about like Zan said, we can't complain about losing our freedom if we don't pay attention to the fact that we have our freedom that can be lost. I mean, we have seen over the past 18 months that our freedom can be lost overnight. I mean, it's that absolutely shocking is. how quickly I mean, things happen. Think
1: people think now because, <clears throat> excuse me, homeschooling has grown so much since yep. COVID. I mean, it used to be like, what, 3.5%? Now it's right. 11.5%, and right, it right. might be 8 million kids next year from some estimates right. that were safe because of the numbers. Let me just tell you, that's wrong. Right. We always need to be aware of protecting our freedom. But the more homeschoolers there are, mm-hmm. it's like the bigger the target becomes. Right. right. Absolutely. It's not, not that I don't say that to promote fear, sure. but promote, promote care. Right. So you need to get to know your state legislators mm-hmm. and senators and reps. You need to get to know your congressmen. Um, You need to get to know these people so that they can put a Personal face on yeah. homeschooling. Yeah. I can't tell you how many um, legislative hearings I've sat through and heard a legislator say, a, a straight state rep say, or state senator say, "Oh, you know, I thought homeschoolers were crazy, but then this one family invited me out or came to see me, and I love their kids. You yeah. know, this is working. They're not nuts. They're, you know, their kids are well behaved. They're bright. They're doing well. And so the more our state." It, and and you can do that through the auspices of your state organization too, right. but we don't need to be scared of those things. We sure. need to learn how to do them, get outside of our comfort zone. Right. And do
0: yeah. One of my favorite things about state organizations, you know, I went last year to the Alliance Conference, which is where all the state organization leaders come together. And you might think it would be a group of, you know, senators and legislators and people, you know, in government. No, no. It is literally a group of parents. It is moms and dads who, as Heidi St. John says all the time, who got off the bench or are getting off the bench and doing something to keep the freedoms that they enjoy. So the majority of these people are either currently homeschooling their kids or they are veteran homeschoolers who have graduated their kids. And it's this amazing group of people who work from, you know, all across the nation together to bring encouragement to each other so that they can bring encouragement and freedom and resources to us, the homeschooling families. So you guys definitely go to schoolhouserock.com, click on the homeschooling in your state um, drop down, find out who your state organization is, email them. There, there's gonna be a link in there somewhere on how to contact these people, send them an email. If, if nothing else, send them an email and encourage them and just say, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for mm-hmm. my freedoms. But even better than that, ask them, how can I pray for you and how can I get involved? What ask can you. you do to help?
1: And, you know, let me just say one thing. I know we need to wrap up about attending your state conferences. Um, A good friend of mine, Copper Webb, said in an article I just wrote, I was interviewing her, and she said, you know, we need to view these conferences as our teacher training, our professional training, just like teachers in any other school setting will get. You're with your colleagues, you're learning from maybe experts or veteran homeschool moms or whatever. And I just thought that is a really good take on state conferences we go for inspiration. And we also go to learn how to be better homeschoolers. Yeah, absolutely. How to improve our skills, our teaching skills and our mothering skills and all the parts of homeschooling there are.
0: Amen. Such great encouragement. Thank you so much, Zan, for being with me this week. You are a delight. And I cannot wait to see you. We'll get to see each other in just a few weeks. Oh, um, but thanks so great. for all well, that you do. You well, thank you
1: for all you do. And thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for being part of Schoolhouse Rocked, even though you did not have plans to be in a movie, you are now (laughs) movie star Zan Tyler. (laughs) 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 You guys will love Zan's part of the movie if you haven't yet seen it. So um, thank you guys for joining us this week. We are so encouraged by you. Thank you for the comments that we continue to get, the emails that we get from you guys. Man, I just love it. I, I had one mom who emailed me this week and we've we've gone back and forth several times. And, you know, we will ask each other, you know, how can I pray for you? How and she'll ask me, you know, how can I pray for you? And so she sent me an email this week and just said, Here's how you can pray for our family right now. And I love that. I love getting to build those relationships with you, our listeners. So please send us emails. Let us know how we can encourage you, what we can do um, to bring you the resources that you're looking for. I know a lot of you are new to homeschooling this year and you're trying to figure it out. We are here to help you do that. So if you have questions, send them to um, podcast at schoolhouserocked.com and those will come to my husband and I and we will do our best to answer those as quickly as possible. Have a great rest of your week and we will see you back here on Monday with another fantastic guest. Have a great day. Bye.